Well, what a blessing to be here today with all of you. And like Pastor said, it is no accident that you are here today. So I'm going to release a Hebrew blessing over you. And we're going to release the glory of God because God has something for you today. I don't know what you came in with. I don't know what's in your heart. But the Lord does, and he knows, and he wants to answer. So I want to invite you to close your eyes as I sing in Hebrew over you. And it means, blessed is the Lord our God, king of the universe. Blessed is his holy name. He loves you. So Lord, I pray that your presence will fall. Let your glory come. We thank you, Lord. I ask that you touch every heart sitting here today and that they would come with something and leave with something they didn't have, which is a touch from the Father, and that your love will fall and heal those places that need to be healed today. Awaken us, Lord, in your love and your touch and your power as we worship you. Baruch Hashem Adonai Eloheinu Leulam Baruch Hashem Adonai Eloheinu Leulam Ani Ohevotach Ani I love you so, says the Lord. Hallelujah to our King. Healings flowing in your land. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'd like my wife to go to the keyboards, if that would be okay. With, oh. So pick a keyboard. The weapon of war for believers is worship. The Holy Spirit rides on the wings of worship, and the atmosphere of expectancy is the breeding ground for miracles. Uh, as I was in prayer uh, a couple of days ago, the Lord spoke to me to teach a message entitled Double for your trouble. What I didn't know was their theme is double glory in 2022. What I didn't know was it was the 22nd anniversary celebration service of this church. They've got refreshments downstairs. So when the Holy Spirit speaks, we want to ride that wave and we want to follow his lead because it's a whole lot easier to follow his lead and then he does what he wants to do instead of him following our lead and sprinkling some top dressed blessing on the ice cream but when we follow him we have haagen with the flavor through and through so prepare to receive and one quick thing is i was talking to the pastor you know you look at a church size sometimes we've spoken in some large congregations we had a tv broadcast for years and we've spoken in some smaller congregations and this is what we found God does not look upon a congregation based upon how many people are in it. He looks based upon how much sending power a church has. What is sending power, you ask? I'm glad you asked. 
Acts chapter 13. Now in the church with their, Acts chapter 13, verse 1. Now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaean, who had been brought up with Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. Verse 2, Acts chapter 13, verse 2. As they ministered to the Lord. You can minister to the Lord. A lot of ministers minister to people, but don't spend time ministering unto the Lord. Where there's much prayer, there's much power. Where there's little prayer, there's little power. And where there's no prayer, there is no power. Are you hooked up? Do you recharge your cell phone at night and you wake up and you have a full charge? Or have you ever forgot to charge it before you went to bed and you found out you're on 2% battery life to start your business day and it disrupts your whole day. You're constantly trying to get on the charger and you're, you're, you're diminishing down the charge. But if you're on the charger, your trickle charge, pray without ceasing, the Bible says. If you get prayed up, you've got heaven's power and things happen instantly and effortlessly because you have a full charge on your communications device acts chapter 13 verse 2 as they ministered unto the lord that vertical relationship when you have a vertical relationship between heaven and earth then you'll find that you naturally have a byproduct of a horizontal relationship across the earth and when the vertical relationship is right and the horizontal relationship is right that's when you see the cross and whenever the cross is present, the power of God is present to heal. Luke chapter 5, verse 17. And the Bible says this. It's the only time in the New Testament you see it. Jesus had just come out of prayer, and then he entered in Luke chapter 5, verse 17, a house that was packed full of people. Packed full of people. In fact, it was so packed that there was a man carried on a cot by four people. He was crippled. He couldn't get into the church. It was so packed, but there was no miracles. But what's interesting, the Bible says this in Acts, uh, Luke chapter 5. It says, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, those with doctoral degrees, those with PhDs, piled higher and drier. They had their degrees, but they had no power. They were powerless PhDs. But Jesus walked in because he'd had a vertical relationship in prayer and it was about to spill out into the room and there was a man who could not get in that needed a miracle and his friends brought him it wasn't his faith that would get him healed that day it was his friend's faith many of you have been praying for your children that are wayward they're here and there and they're off in the world but do you know your faith can get them saved your faith can get them a miracle your faith can get them delivered I knew a husband and a wife that were praying for their wayward son in Springfield, Missouri. And he was a drug dealer. And he got caught in Springfield, Missouri. 
and in the back seat with handcuffs on behind his back going to the police station on a crack cocaine case that would have sent him away for a minimum of 10 years the power of the Lord came upon him and he got radically saved see he'd been raised up with the truth but it got activated in that moment because a mother and a father were praying the presence of God withdrawn means sin will remain the presence of God on the scene brings conviction and deliverance and what happened was he got baptized in the Holy Spirit began to speak in other tongues and began to prophesy to the two police officers in the front of the car they were so moved by the tangible cloud of God's presence the FOG the favor of God the fog rolled in to the police car when they got there they had seen such a transformation in this young man they didn't know what to do before all was said and done they couldn't find the evidence and they literally dismissed charges against him and the two police officers were happy that they lost the evidence they did not intentionally lose it but they saw there was a change in this young man and they didn't want to bring another one to prison for another decade behind bars it would have gone from state to federal it would have been in the feds he'd have done eight years eight months on a 10-year sentence minimum mandatory at 30,000 a year of your tax dollars hard at work a quarter of a million dollars wasted on a life that had been changed by the power of prayer in an instant in the back seat of a car we don't need more legislation we don't need more police officers we need an encounter with the living God that changes from the inside out Holy Spirit come as they minister oh, by the way he's in ministry today as they ministered unto the Lord and fasted fasting f-a-s-t-i-n-g is not a dirty seven-letter word it's a very righteous word love give fast beautiful four-letter words but not often used in church in America I remember I was on a 21-day fast one time and the power of God came and a revival broke out many of you don't know my story I had a praying mother and a praying father and I had an entrepreneurial gift that I used without God did you know and I believe this is true that the majority if not all of the problems in the world today can be summed up and rooted in one thing mankind trying to accomplish their God-given calling on their life without God mankind trying to accomplish their God-given calling with their gifts and their calling and trying to do it without God let me give you some scriptural basis Moses was called to be a deliverer of Israel he did it without God and killed an Egyptian he was banished on the backside of the mountain for 40 years where God developed character in him he didn't get a microwave miracle on the backside of the mountain no 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 he was in the crock pot for 40 years and the flavor got through and through the Bible says this it says that Moses returned from the backside of the mountain the meekest man on all the earth God will do something with you on the backside of the mountain many of you have felt like you've been on the backside of the mountain or or in a 
hallway of transition. A, a hallway will take you from one room in a hallway into another room. And there's really not much in the hallway. But you have to go through the hallway of transition to get to where you're going. He brought them out from thence from Egypt that he might bring them into the land that he promised, the land of Israel, the land flown with milk and honey, the land of promise. But they had to go through the hallway of the wilderness where God gets the wild in us out. And we get rid of our Samsonite luggage. Many of you have been waiting on a spouse and you're wondering when God. Don't get tricked. Don't fall for the wrong one. Don't compromise. Stand firm and wait for the salvation of the Lord. I was single and celibate 25 years, and I ended up finally meeting my lovely wife. It's worth the wait. Amen. And if you've already made that decision, you are with the right one. God will just work it out in the process. Okay, so don't, don't get it twisted. Okay, this is not a license to move on. So they ministered unto the Lord, Acts chapter 13, verse 2, they, and they fasted. And the Holy Spirit said, do you know the Holy Spirit speaks? That's right. Somebody says, well, I don't know. Something told me. Something's another name for the Holy Spirit. And as they ministered unto the Lord and they denied their flesh physical food that they might receive spiritual nourishment from heaven, the Holy Spirit said, now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work which I have called them to. Saul was a murderer out killing Christians thinking he was doing God a service. And he was a Pharisee with a Ph.D., you know, you can get so much knowledge and so puffed up in your head, you can miss God trying to accomplish your God-given calling without God. But while Saul is holding the clothes in Acts chapter 9, and he has authorization letters to arrest people that are Christians, 168,000 people were martyred for Christ last year worldwide. Hopefully it's not coming to a nation or a neighborhood near you. You just get canceled in America and other nations, they permanently cancel you. Religion without Jesus, without the Holy Spirit becomes a legalistic, judgmental, and eventually a murdering spirit. Cain slew Abel out of jealousy. Jealousy is a murdering spirit. It's the first murder in the Bible is a spirit of jealousy. They're just jealous of me. Be careful. They'll character assassinate you first. That's a little nugget. As they ministered unto the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate unto me Paul and Barnabas for the Saul and Barnabas for the work which I have called them to. Then having fasted and prayed, see, they fasted and prayed again. So God spoke vertical relationship. They heard the word of the Lord. Then they pressed in and prayed and fasted a second time. See, when you do it the biblical way, you get biblical results. This is called Christianity. Churchianity, on the other hand, is different. Churchianity is what's been 
taught and done and demonstrated in the church, which is primarily powerless. It's not really biblical Christianity, but it's accepted. Top dressed ice cream, looks good. Spoon it up, tastes good. And then where's it all at? Where's the beef? More burger or more bun? Remember in the 80s, Wendy's commercial? Those dear older women, they walked in and they'd get this giant bun and they'd open it up. There'd be a little bitty beef, look like a little sausage patty on there and this big bun. They'd be like, where's the beef? Many in church are coming with the bun of religion and saying, where's the beef? Where's the signs and the wonders and the miracles? Why aren't the deaf ears popping open? Why aren't the blind eyes popping open? Why aren't people getting delivered from drug and alcohol addiction? Why aren't people being set free? Because we're wrapped in the bun of Christian activity called churchianity. But God wants to bring us into a relationship with a risen Savior because miracles happen based upon your proximity to him. Peter's shadow healed the sick and cast out devils in Acts chapter 5. Do you have that Peter's shadow anointing? I was in Kansas City uh, some time back. And uh, in fact, Prophet Gershom, who had introduced us, I had facilitated a service for him and I happened to be in town at the same time on an unrelated matter. So I walked into the service and I walked into the service. A gentleman had a spirit of alcohol in him and it struggled for years. And as I walked by him, just walking by, the presence of God came and it went up his right leg and delivered him as I walked by. And he felt the heat come up. Now, I didn't even know what had happened. I didn't pray for him. But when you walk in proximity with Jesus, and Gershom, being a prophet of God, recognized the healing anointing was on me when I walked in. I didn't even recognize it. The power of the Lord was present to heal them in Acts. In Luke chapter 5. And he said, Pastor David, he says, would you begin to pray for the sick? Because he recognized it was on me. And then he should, and if he walked into the service, I recognized the spirit of God was on him. I would have yielded that over and the power of God fell. And he was delivered in an instant. Not a 12-step program. We thank God for 12-step programs. If you can encounter the deliverer in the midst of the program, that's wonderful. But if you go through a whole program and never meet the uh, deliverer, all you got is a program. But he got a one-step Holy Ghost program delivered in an instant. Then having fasted and prayed, they laid their hands on him. See, there's something that happens when you lay hands on. It's an impartation. It's a deliverance. Something occurred. My wife, we were with Heidi Baker recently. And so as we were with Heidi just for a short moment, we She'd given me a hug, and then she went and she hugged my wife. When she hugged my wife, she held on to her. See, I got a hug from Mama Heidi. Joanna got a hug from Jesus through Mama Heidi. And something happened. I saw the impartation. And as she came away, I said, you just got an impartation from the Lord when Mama Heidi 
hug you. And if you don't know who Mama Heidi Baker is, she and Roland, her husband, they minister in Mozambique. She's from Laguna Beach. Blonde, blue eyes, beautiful gal. God sent her to black Mozambique in the bush. They planted 5,000 churches. When Mama Heidi hugs the blind man in the village, he gets healed and the whole village comes to Christ. They feed about 43,000 people a day. That's a tough nut to crack financially when you're in Mozambique. People come and give her offerings of chickens. She doesn't know what to do with the chickens. But she wants to accept what they have because it's a gift of honor. Whatever you have that you honor, God's people with God turns around and opens his heaven over you. So we were on the phone, Joanna and I were on the phone praying with a woman for her son who had, you know, uh, COVID. And so we were praying for him. And I said to her, I said, how are you doing? And she said, well, I was fighting through the night. She's actually a, a medical doctor and she had a collapsed lung for 20 years. And I saw a film clip vision when she described it. And I saw the hand of God go into her lung like this and fill it up with air. And I said to her, I called her by name. I said, I just had a film clip vision of this. And Joanna said, I just saw the same vision. So we were being led by the spirit and we followed him in what he already wanted to do. Stop trying to get God to bless your plans. Why don't you ask him what his plans are? They're already blessed. Makes it so simple. And so I said, Joanna, you had the vision as well. I said, why don't you pray? So Joanna prayed, and this is interesting. I have like a, a blower anointing. When I blow on people and the presence of God is there, the power of God hits them. They shake, rattle, roll, fall over, get healed, whatever. When I blow on them and it's not the Lord upon me, they hand me a breath mint, right? So when we're led by the Spirit, he confirms the word with signs and wonders following. But sometimes we step out on faith and we're trying to find him. God will honor both, normally with repentance on the other, right? So as Joanna prayed for her, Joanna, who I prayed for to have the blower anointing for several years, and it's in her, but it hasn't been activated. Something happened when Mama Heidi laid hands on her. Hugged her, it activated. You can have a seed and it'd be dormant, but some water and light comes, it germinates and it pops up. She had an instant harvest. And as Joanna prayed and she blew in the phone. And I was sitting on the chair and when she blew, I went, I got blown back like a Maxell commercial. And I was like, whoa, my wife's got that new anointing. And then Joanna blew again. And I got blown back a second time. And I said to the woman over the phone, I said, did you feel that? And she said, I didn't feel anything. And I said, well, I know something just happened because I felt the power of God on this side of the phone. And she said these words. She said, well, I receive it by faith. And when she accepted it by faith, we got off the phone 10 minutes later, she called back. She was in tears. She said, David and Joanna, when I got off the phone, something happened. She said, my lung filled up. 
I can breathe for the first time normally in 20 years. When Joanna Blue, the breath or Ruach of God, was activated, and even though she didn't feel it, I felt it, and then she ended up getting full manifestation. She was recently at the doctor, and the doctor says, your lung is completely healed. So, so this should be the normal Christian life. It should be normal. You want to talk about the new normal? This is it. Do you want to know what Jesus called basic Christianity? Not churchianity, Christianity. He always sent them out, and he sent them out with power to heal the sick, to cast out devils, to cleanse the lepers, and raise the dead. This is the normal Christian life. How many want to be normal? And guess what? Everybody qualifies. Because it's not your ability, it's the Holy Spirit ability within you. Everybody look at your hand. It's not palm reading. No, 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 not palm reading. We don't do that. What do you see? Some of you see lines. Some of you see a black hand, a brown hand, a white hand. It's not about color. It's not about the lines. Colossians 1.27 says, Christ in you the hope of glory Christ in you the hope of glory if Christ be in you then his nail-scarred hand should be underneath the skin in your hand and when you lay hands on the sick the nail scale the nail-scarred hand of Calvary is the one that touches them it's not your hands it's not your ability it's your availability because he that is greater in you than greater than in the world is Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. And when you lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. The blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed. The gospel is preached unto the poor. In the service where we were at, Mama Heidi shared, she said she loves the smell of leprosy because she has an anointing to get lepers cured. So she was with some people, and she's only about, I don't know, five foot two maybe, little bitty thing, powerful like nuclear. And she shared this at Nations Church where we attend in Orlando. And she shared she smelled leprosy and everybody else was like oh that smell she got excited because the lord had highlighted it and so she went and found the leprous man with the goo in his hands and the feet you know because you can't feel them because you have leprosy but there's oozing and she went and she said she grabbed his hands and she stuffs her thumbs into the hands right into the goo and then she stomped on his feet and he screamed and she got excited because he wouldn't be able to feel unless the Lord was healing him. <coughs> and the man was healed. <laughs> Greater is he in you than he this within the world. By the way, these things are documented. You know, my dad died uh, in, when he was 90 in front of my mom, in front of my wife who was my fiance at the time and he died and i had 
three dreams, two dreams. He was gone from the earth suddenly and that without remedy. Two different dreams with the same interpretation. Genesis 41, 32 says, when you see a dream in two different forms with the same interpretation, this thing is firmly established by God and God will shortly bring it to pass. I told Joanna, we've got a problem. She said, what's that? I said, well, we're about to get married and I've had two dreams that my father has gone suddenly from the earth and that without remedy, we really need to pray. And so I was praying and I asked the Lord, my dad is 90, you promised 70 or 80 years. Moses was 120, I not dim nor strength abated. He was strong and he had perfect vision. My dad was a wonderful man and a man of God, but he didn't walk at the level Moses walked. See, we try to claim the promises of certain people in scripture, but we don't walk like those people. Okay. So I had a third dream and in the third dream, his battery in his car and the starter was clicking and the battery was didn't have life in it. And in the dream he came out and I said, dad, do you know what's wrong with your car. He said, oh, there's a little problem. I know how to, I said, no, you need, you have a serious problem. You need to look into this. That morning, my dad drops dead in front of Joanna, my mother who was alive at the time. This is about seven and a half years ago, eight years, eight years ago, three months before our wedding. When he drops dead, he's in the bed, his hands are, you know, shaking. He lays down and boom, and all the life force is out of him. Remember, Heal the sick, cast out devils, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. This is the normal Christian life, and anyone can do it because Christ in you, the hope of glory, is what does it. You lay hands on the sick in the natural, and he adds his super to it, and it becomes supernatural. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons and daughters of God. Step in the river and begin to trust him to go out and do the stuff. If you're provoked today, good. Maybe I put a stone in your shoe to begin to think about it. Because when you partner with God, God plus one is a majority and nothing can stand against you all the days of your life as you dwell in the house of the Lord together. So I looked over and my dad at 90 is dead and my mother is in a wheelchair and Joanna my fiance soon-to-be wife is there and my mother's handing jewelry to Joanna and my dad dies we were all together and I looked over and I said Joanna I said I need you very calm I said it's an emergency and she looked and she sees my dad has lost his faculties in the bed and he's dead as a doornail. His eyes are wide open. And my mother looks over and I said, Dad, in the name of Jesus, I command you to come back now. Instantly he opened his eyes and the life force came back in. It wasn't like a delay, it was instant. And I looked over at Joanna and she said, I sense we're supposed to call 911. I said, I sense that as well. I grabbed the house phone, I called, explained the situation. I came back in. My dad's out of the bed, which I think is a good thing. 
said, where's my dad? She says, he got up out of the bed. What I didn't know is he died a second time. Joanna said, not before my wedding. We're not attending a funeral. You're going to come and dance with me at my wedding, Tom. She says, in the name of Jesus, I command you to come back right now. And he woke up again. So now he's in the bathroom and he's walking. And I don't know how the paramedics got there this quickly, but they did. And they're in, and my dad dies a third time in my arms. And he's, you know, five foot seven, about 165 pounds. And when I'm holding on to him, he felt like an empty box. And his eyes are open, all the colors out of his face, and all the life force is gone. And he's lost the rest of his faculties onto the ground. I think an angel was behind him holding him in place. And in front of the paramedics, I said, Dad, in the name of Jesus, I command you to come back now. Instantly, what's going on? What's going on? Who are they? What are they doing here? I need to go to the bathroom. I'm like, well, Dad, you kind of already, yeah. I don't know if you've ever been around people when they die, but they lose. Got him on a gurney. They took him out. They took him to the ambulance, and they began to do all tests, and they couldn't find anything wrong with him. I said, take him in anyway. They took him into the hospital. They couldn't find anything wrong with him. I said, put him on a sleep study. Something's up. Because the Holy Spirit would not have told us to call 911 and participate with the hospital system unless God was going to use it. God will use the hospital system. So will the devil. God will use your television. So will the devil. God will use your cell phone. So will the devil. God will use social media. So will the devil. It's not those things that are bad. It's what light shines through those things. What message shines through those things. God will use your voice. If you're not careful, so will the devil. Choose ye this day whom you'll serve. So anyway, they get him there. They put him on the sleep study and they find out that there's something wrong with his heart. He calls me, says they want to put in a pacemaker. I said, let him do it. I just want one of those miracles, David. I said, you already got one. You've been raised from the dead three times in the last 24 hours. I said, let him put in a pacemaker. He said, okay. So I went and talked to the doctor. What you don't know is my dad has 168 national and international diving titles. He's the oldest guy in the world diving 10 meter tower at 90. He still wanted to dive. So the doctor said, David, his diving days are over. I said, Doc, if his diving days are over, his days are over. Because without a vision, people cast off restraint. You have to have a vision. You have to have a purpose. And if you don't have a purpose, you'll go out and do some things you shouldn't be doing. But if you have a purpose, you're laser focused, you'll go accomplish it. Here's what happened. He says, I'll put in an extra six inches so he can fully stretch out. Three months later, he was on the 10-meter tower winning gold medals. He won three gold medals. He continued to dive 10-meter tower till age 92, three-meter springboard till 93. He went home to be with the Lord at 96. God will extend the days of your life because the normal Christian life is to heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out devils, 
and raise the dead. It's not your ability, it's your availability, and it's your willingness to step out of the boat from the other 11 and walk on the water with your eyes focused on Jesus and not allow the winds and the waves and the vicissitudes of life to distract you from the double anointing. Elijah had a single portion of the Holy Spirit. There was Elijah, Elisha. He got a double portion because he followed Elijah and he wasn't distracted by everything else that was going on. Do you know that if you're single-minded, you get double for your trouble? Are you ready for this? We're going to transition in. Just to finish up sending power, when they arrived and, and being sent by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia and from there they sailed. Then having fasted and prayed and had laid the hands on them, they sent them away. See, this small little church in the first century didn't have big mega churches. And I mean, we have a, we attend a congregation that went from like zero to 2,060 days. And last year they won 2.2 million to Christ worldwide. Nations Church, you can look it up online. We are nations.church. We're on the pre-launch team there. But what God did with the evangelist was amazing during COVID. My point is this. They're a whole lot bigger than a 2,000-member church that started from nothing. 2,000 became 2.2 million. Say multiplication. Do you know what the statistical difference is between a person that's born again without the infilling Holy Spirit power versus one who is? In the Philippines study, the average Christian who got born again got a relationship with Jesus that didn't get baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, the sign gifts, the healing, the power. They led one other person to Christ, which is amazing. They doubled. But those that were filled with the Holy Spirit led 36 to Christ. How many want to be 36 times more effective simply with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit? They went from churchianity to Christianity and signs and wonders began to flow from their fingertips and the lame walked, the blind saw, the lepers were cleansed, and the dead are raised. Double for your trouble, and we're going to do this quickly. And we're going to begin to pray for you. We're going to have you pray for each other because you have the power within you. It's not your ability. It's your availability. The gifts operate by faith. Step out. He'll meet you right where you're at. Thomas said, I won't believe unless I can put my fingers in the palm print of his hand and my fingers in his side. Jesus didn't say, you don't have enough faith. Jesus condescended down, met him at his point of faith and lifted him up. Religion will tell you you have to get higher. Relationship will come meet you right where you're at and lift you up. How exciting. Isaiah 61, 7, double for your trouble. Instead of their shame, my people will receive a double portion. And instead of disgrace, they will rejoice in their inheritance. And so they will inherit a double portion in their land. And everlasting joy will be theirs. Isaiah 61, 7, God wants to give you double for your trouble. Zechariah 9, 12, return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Zechariah 9, 12, even today I declare that I will restore to you double. You know, the last two years, people's economies and lives and health and minds and relationships have been 
eaten away at. The thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus Christ comes to give life and to give it more abundantly. The John 10.10, we recognize the enemy. We also recognize Jesus, the restorer. Zechariah 9.12, return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Many people have felt like they've been in prison. They've been quarantined. They've been masked up. Can't do this. Touch not, taste not. No, you got to have that. It's like a type of prison we've been through. But guess what? Even today I declare that I will restore unto you double for your trouble. The years that the cankerworm and the locust have eaten and the palmer worm and the caterpillar, he will restore unto you. You will eat in plenty and never be ashamed. Job 42.10, Job went through some things. It took nine months. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Instead, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. When you stay single-minded in the midst of the storm, when you stay focused on the sea walker and not the winds and the waves of adversity, God will reward you double for your trouble. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thy eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But say there's another side of the coin. The full gospel is to preach the full gospel, not just cake and ice cream, but meat and potatoes, right? James 1.8, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways and should expect to receive 30% from the Lord. No. 20%, 10%? Nothing from the Lord. James 1.8, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavers is like a wave on the sea, driven with the wind and tossed, for let not that man think he shall receive anything from the Lord. Tough, tough grading curve, isn't it? Double for remaining single-minded, zero for being double-minded. Wow. Woman of God, I honor you. This is the mother of the house. Her husband built this house 22 years ago, they labored, and she, like Anna the prophetess, prayed for the consolation of Israel to come. Her husband went on to be with the Lord in 2018, and this house has sending power. Many other churches have been birthed out of what appears to be a small thing. But blossom, the days of blossoming shall increase, and you shall see with your own eyes what the labor of love and the prayers have gone forth that have stored up in the vials of heaven. So we honor you and the legacy of your husband. You remain single-minded and it's time for you to receive double for your trouble in 2022. So we can remain single-minded with our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, and not be moved by the politics, not be moved by the economy, not be moved by family division or strife or financial challenges. Knowing that he always causes everything to work together for good for those that love him, that are called according to his purpose, Romans 8, 28. If you stay focused on him, the enemy cannot keep you from victory because it's his word and he always shows up. 
Hebrews 10.35 says, But you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. When you conceive a child, you don't get the child the next day. You have to wait, and there's trouble, and you don't want to miscarry, and you want to hold on, and you got to eat right, and you got to... When God conceives a prophetic word in you, you have to carry that thing to full term, and then birthing comes. So single-minded gets you double for your trouble. Double-minded gets you zero for your trouble. And single-minded on wickedness. Then I heard another voice from heaven saying, Revelation 18, 4, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues, for her sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered her crimes. Revelation 18, 4 through 7, verse 6, Give back to her as she has given Pay her back double for what she has done. Mix her a double portion from her own cup. Give her as much torture and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. When you're single-minded on God, you get double for your trouble. When you're double-minded, you get nothing for your trouble. When you're single-minded on wickedness, you get double punishment. How do I know this? Because I used to steal jets for the Colombian cartel in my young 20s. My mother was praying for me. And I was a cocaine dealer. And I would trade stolen business jets for suitcases full of cocaine. And I was arrested one day with a stolen Mercedes or with a stolen Cessna Citation 2 jet, a Mercedes Benz, and a bag of cash at a private airfield in Boca Raton, Florida. Boca Raton means mouth of the rat. What I didn't know there was a rat amongst us. The next thing I know, the feds came out of planes, trains, automobiles, pointed guns to my head, ruined my orange juice morning. I didn't pass go. I didn't collect $200. I spent the next 22 years of a sentence. I was sentenced to 22 years. Here we are in 2022. I'm talking about 22-year sentence with good time. I did 19 years, six months, a week, and a day in federal prison, so I did get a little good time. But during that time, God got me into the Word. And like Moses on the backside of the mountain, I didn't get a microwave miracle. The flavor got through and through. And as I was just getting out of prison, I began to look at how much time I'd done. And in federal prison, they give you a hamburger once a week. Call it hamburger day, right? And I did a thousand hamburger days. Somebody says, how much time you do? I said, a thousand hamburger days. If you've done time, you know what that means. I met a gentleman outside who got, had done 40 years in the state joint. My wife and I had the privilege of praying for him outside. He's been out three years. He's put his life back together. He got arrested and sentenced at age 16 as an adult. And he's put his life back together because he had an encounter with Jesus. Do you want to receive double for your trouble today? God wants to give it to you. It begins afresh today. Everybody stand. Sending power. Sending power. Sending power. Sending power. This church has sending power. Much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. No prayer, no power. If we would treat our prayer life like we treat our cell phone and our multimedia devices, we would have signs and wonders. Hallelujah. <laughs> Joanna? Yeah, when, um, when I was interceding and praying for the church, 
I saw a vision of handcuffs. Before we can go get sent out, we gotta have the handcuffs broken off. And those handcuffs can have any kind of form and any kind, it could be um, depression, hope deferred, fear, a hard heart, disappointment, disappointment with God. We get disappointed with God when our prayers aren't answered. But today, God wants to break those handcuffs off. And he says, beloved, it is time for you to rise. And I want to sing this song over you because it's about you are his beloved. And he wants you to rise with the wind of the eagles. And he is that wind underneath your wings. And it's time for his people to rise. And so God says, beloved, rise up, my love, heal your soul. Beloved, rise up, my love, cover you. Ahuvati kumi utni lehavati lerapetota lerapetota. I love you, says the Lord, ani ohevota. I love you, ani ohevota. I love you, ani ohevota. I sing a love song over you. I sing a love song over you. Anisha Sherahaba Adi. Anisha Sherahaba Adi. I love you. Anio Hevota. I'm healing you. Anio Hevota. I love you. Anio Hevota. Beloved, rise, let my love heal your soul. Beloved, rise, let my love cover you. Ahuvati kumi, onile havati, le rapetota, le rapetota. I love you, those chains are falling off. I love you. I break the handcuffs off. I love you. I need your I release the fire of God over you right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for breaking every yoke and every chain for your children right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, no weapon forged against them shall prosper and they shall rise up. In the name of Jesus, I commission the angels of the Lord to surround you now and break every chain and break every handcuff. I break off fear. I break off hatred, disappointment, and hope to forward. I break off sickness and illness and disease in the name of Jesus. I break off torment. I speak healing to the eyes right now, healing to the ears in the name of Jesus. I speak healing to the heart of hearts right now in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, I pray for your love to just flow right now. Flow in the name of Jesus like a river in Jesus' name.
I sense God calling you out of one season through the hallway of transition into the new season. If you want to step out of the old season, what you've accepted is a new normal that you might step into the hallway to get into a different new normal. Go ahead and come on up. You can walk on up. It's just an act of faith to transition. Peter had to get out of the boat to go to the next level. And as you get out of the boat, just, yeah, just come on up. It's just an act of faith to transition because God wants to give you double for your trouble in 2022. It's not your ability, it's your availability, it's your willingness to step up. And it's not David or Joanna laying hands on you, it's the hand of the Lord touching you because he's the one that died for you. He was hung up for your hangups. Doesn't matter what you've done. He was hung up for your hangups to set you free I want you to stand right in front of my wife God is gonna do something supernatural for you as she ministers to you I saw the Lord hi I don't know her but I saw the Lord highlight her he's gonna heal her in her soul of trauma and some other things that's a woman to woman thing we're gonna stay out of that let's stay focused on the Lord because you have an audience of one right now. It's Jesus and you, the Savior and you, the healer and you, the deliverer and you. He is all that and a bag of chips. And he died for you. And he loves you just the way you are. He loves you just the way you are, but he loves you and me way too much to leave us in our current condition. He loves you just the way you are, but he loves you and me way too much to leave us in our current condition. You cannot have an encounter with him and remain the same because his power comes in and gives you something you did not have and sets you free from something you could not get free from yourself. You are washed in the blood of love. So now, Lord, I pray that you now open your eyes to see you, Lord, that you see her with a new mirror today in the name of Jesus. I pray right now that she will no longer hear the voice Thank of condemnation, you, but she will hear the voice of truth. Waiting for that wind of his presence that says, to come. I love you. I love you. Thank you, Lord. I love you. Motaraka Masse Dika Matara Boshi. Nida Boko Tari Mashi Tikira Mahama. Hallelujah. Motaraka Masi You can sing it. I love you, Aniohebota. It's Hebrew and English. I love you. You are his sunshine, his beloved. He's renewing your mind right now. 
He's removing all the images that you saw and experienced in the past. And he's changing that. He's changing that right now. As the blood of Jesus covers you. I pray the blood of Jesus over everything that you've seen. I pray the blood of Jesus over everything that you've heard and experienced at the hand of someone else. It's time for those chains to break off you today. In the name of Jesus, God is doing a new work in you. He's giving you new dreams. He's giving you a new heart. He's making every crooked path straight. No more torment in Jesus' name. It must go now in Jesus' name. All unworthiness that you felt, that's not true. It's a lie. The Lord says you are worthy because my blood made you worthy. The Son of the Lamb of God made you worthy. And you are forgiven. You are loved. You are redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Today is a new day. It is no accident that you're here. We want to do things decently and in order, but I just sense the power of God oh, is on beloved. this woman. Rise so remember, we don't ask God to bless our work. We find out where he's Be working healed. and we join with him hand in hand. There is healing in your body. <laughs> healing in your mind. Healing in your finances. Healing in your soul. Healing in your family. Healing in your marriage. I declare divine reintegration in the name of Jesus. In the souls. I command this fractures in the souls now to come and to reintegrate like you a are broken loved. mirror. I command the you mirror are treasured. to be healed and to be made whole. Zephaniah no 317 says, For the Lord your God is with you. There it is. He is mighty to save. I break he takes great trauma. delight in you. And he rejoices over you is singing. God sings over you. And he's sorry for the things and, that and have just, happened. I just want to share something. Sometimes people fall, they shake, they rattle their roll. We're, we, Joanna and I are not focused on manifestation. We're focused on transformation. So if you sit stoic and you're changed by the Lord, we celebrate that. If you fall out under the power, shake, rattle, roll, run around the church and dance, and you're changed, we celebrate that. But if any one of those things happen and you're not changed, we're not interested. Okay? We don't want courtesy drops, and we don't push anybody down. Okay? But if God is doing that and it's his touch, we want that. Amen. The power of God's all over him. I that break off every shackle of shame. In the name of Jesus, you will go. I break off every form of confusion. You go in Jesus' name. I break off every spirit of infirmity. You will leave these people now, your children of the Lord, in the name of Jesus. I break off every thought of suicide in the name of Jesus. You have no place here in Jesus' name. Loose them. Loose them right now in the name of Jesus. I break off hope deferred. Go now, loose. Leave them in the name of Jesus. I command every arrow of the enemy to leave you now. 
In the name of Jesus, I release the angels of the Lord to touch you and lay hands on you. I break off all witchcraft and curses now in the name of Jesus. You are blessed and you are favored. you feel on fire everybody stretch your hands toward him and just say Lord I release the fire in my hand fire say it again see you carry the fire of God in you this isn't a minister. This is the ministry of Jesus that operates in and through you. We're called to equip the saints for the work of ministry that you might get equipped and go out and do the stuff. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, lay hands on the person on their shoulder next to you. You know, it's interesting. The disciples came to Jesus and they said, Jesus, we saw one casting out devils in your name and we forbade him. We forbade them. We told them to stop it. You haven't been to the school of Jesus. You haven't been and you're not graduated. You're not part of our fraternity. Stop using Jesus' name. Do you know what Jesus said? Do not forbid them. He said, there's none that can do a miracle in my name and then go speak lightly about me. Pretty cool, huh? Healing's flowing. Healing's I want flowing you to say, Lord place. Jesus, thank you for qualifying me Healing's flowing. to use your name Healing's flowing. for your glory. And to set the captives free. I come to worship, but I leave to serve. Give me divine appointments with your treasures. Amen. You want to know what a treasure is to God? He's a lump of coal in your eyes. But in his eyes, it's a diamond. He's a drug addict or a drunk or somebody in the tenderloin in our eyes. In his eyes, that's a preacher or a mother or a woman of God. Say, Lord, give me your eyes to see them as you saw me when I was a mess and you sent someone let me have your eyes for the lost fill my hands with power to heal the sick to cast out devils to cleanse the lepers and raise the dead here I am Lord 
Send me. Send me. Fire. 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 Greater is he in me than he that's within the world. Now put your hand on your ear. Say, Lord, teach me to hear your voice. Tune my ear to hear you. Holy Spirit, as you spoke in Acts chapter 13, and you sent them, I ask you to begin to speak to me and send me on divine appointments, divine assignments, missions, to speak a word in season to somebody that brings refreshing, that might be like apples of gold and settings of silver, so is a word fitly spoken that comes from your spirit. Let your glory fall. Let your glory He's tuning fall. your ear. You're going to begin experiencing fall dreams and visions and in the middle of the night when deep sleep falls on men and women as they sleep and slumber in their beds. Let then you will open your ears fall. and seal your instructions and show Let you things to come. What he did for me to help extend my father's life six years with two warning dreams and a third. He'll begin doing it for you. Corey Tenboom had dreams and visions and saved Jews during the Holocaust. Harriet Tubman had the Underground Railroad and she never lost a single passenger. She was illiterate and carried a gun. She didn't carry a gun to protect people that she was with from others she carried a gun for those that were double-minded she threatened to kill him if they went back because she could get everybody else arrested she never lost a single person on the underground railroad you know how she did it god would show her dreams and she would follow the dreams so here's an uneducated illiterate woman who gets more people delivered out of slavery in the underground railroad than anyone because she was led by the Holy Spirit. This is not about education. It's about relationship. It's not about denomination. It's about relationship. It's not about how much you know. It's about who you know and how much time you spend on the charger getting recharged in your communications device. Because when you hear one word from heaven, it changes everything on the earth do you feel his presence in here right now do you feel closer in relationship with him and do you now have faith to go out and go do the stuff Shh. power of God is all over you We're going to close, but I'm going to ask the Lord for some quick words of knowledge of what he's doing and the cry of your heart for healing. Because he's the healer. He's the deliverer. He's the empowerer. He's the imparter. But he often does it through men and women who are in proximity to hear his voice. Joanna, are you hearing any uh, words of knowledge? 
It is not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts, that this mountain is removed. I declare and decree this legal matter that's been in your way, that's been, you've been unable to get free from it. I declare that thing unravels right now. It's been like a knotty, knotted problem, but I declare freedom off of that thing right now. In fact, if that's you, just turn around in a circle like 360. Just turn around and watch the Lord as you did that act of faith. You just have to do it once. It's like Clark Kent goes into the phone booth and he spins around, he comes out a different person. Just that quick, God turns it around for you in the name of Jesus. I also declare chronic ailments that you've not been able to get free from it's almost become like a part of your life it's almost become religious where you tend more to that thing than you do with prayer and every time you go to prayer you talk about the problem god is now unraveling that thing and i break off hope deferred and i command it to snap off like a rubber band is broken with a hot knife and I declare freedom from chronic ailment right now. I break off the spirit of infirmity right now and I declare deliverance by the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. For those that have had dental problems, just put your hand on your, 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 your jaw where that dental problem is. It could be on both sides. If you can receive, if you can perceive Jesus as your your savior you can receive him as savior but he's been savior the whole time hasn't he all of a sudden i i got saved jesus was the savior of two thousand years ago but you just discovered it i just discovered it right so if you can perceive jesus as savior you can receive him as your savior even though he's been savior the whole time if you perceive him as your healer how many didn't know he was healer then he got you got healed and you're like oh my god he heals Whatever you can perceive Jesus or whatever he reveals himself to you as that he is in Scripture, you can receive him as such. Perceive him as Savior, receive him as Savior. Perceive him as healer, receive him as healer. Perceive him as baptizer in the Holy Spirit with the empowerment. You can receive him as baptizer in the Holy Spirit. Did you know if you perceive him as dentist, you can receive him as dentist? In the Old Testament, the Bible says they limited the Holy One of Israel. I break off every spirit of limitation off your mind right now. And I declare a new level of faith and revelation. God never reveals anything he doesn't want to heal. He doesn't reveal it so you can gossip about it. He reveals it because he wants to heal that person or deliver that person because he is so gracious Today, if you need a dental miracle, I'm telling you, Jesus the dentist, the same Jesus who saved you and healed you will also do supernatural work in your mouth. We've seen God do a lot of dental miracles. There you go. Lord, I thank you for dental angels being released into the room right now to minister. We just break off everything that would hinder in the mindset, in spirits of hindrance or infirmity, and we break that off. Also break off trauma. 
And Lord Jesus, I ask that you would take them back in the timeline. You are outside of time, but we are in time. You are omnipresent. You're everywhere all the time. You're immutable. You're unchangeable. And you're also eternal without beginning or end. So we now ask now that as you freeze time, you would take people back in the timeline right now when that thing entered in to cause the dental problem, to cause addiction, to cause lust, to cause anything in their life that's a stronghold now that's become a besetting sin. And I thank you for stepping into the timeline right before that happened and absorbing it in the timeline. And I declare you loosed from that thing in the timeline by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I commend that problem, that ailment, that addiction, that wound to be uncreated supernaturally by the Lord in the timeline. Wow. The God who freezes time. In Joshua chapter 10, verse 12 through 14, Joshua said, Sun stands still, and the sun stood still, and the moon stood still for 24 hours, and they defeated their enemies. God freezes time. He freezes it like a matrix and he causes the enemy to be frozen and he steps in and does work and sets you free in the timeline and uncreates it. And he brings you back to the present, healed and delivered and set free. Do you know why it's called the present? Because it's a gift for you to unwrap each and every day. Don't live in the past. Don't live in the future. Live in the present and unwrap that gift he's given you today. I see him healing a lot of different people in different areas. Sexual trauma, violations, addiction, violence that occurred. And the Lord wants to forgive you, and I don't, I'm not calling people out for those that have terminated children in their womb. And he says, I have forgiven you. Joanna, would you close with that song? Uh, before I do, I, I want to call up our youth um, to come up to the front because David's going to release an impartation over you. Don't be afraid. Come forth. God wants to release a special touch for you today. Come on the up, our children youth, are children. for signs and wonders. So in Isaiah 8:18, 8, it says, "The Lord has raised up the children for signs and for wonders." In Jesus' name, I declare this child is raised up for signs and for wonders. And that which was derailed, I speak a re-railing. There it is. Wow. So I'll throw that in. Speak healing to that right now. Healing to the trauma in the name of Jesus. I break it all off right now. I command every lie to loose you. 
Jesus' name. Amen. I declare and decree the blessing of the Lord over the Son of the living God. I declare he will fulfill his calling. I speak divine guardrails on him as you give him a supernatural focus to fulfill his destiny. And I bless him in the name that's above every other name, the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. And I release the love of heaven. There it goes. I lift off every burden, every requirement that's not from the Lord. I unbind you. And I bind the word of God to you in its place, which liberates and sets free and empowers. I speak dreams and visions to come upon you. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, I pray over this one. Thank you for the heart commitment. I declare destiny shall be fulfilled. I declare that nothing shall derail him all the days of his life. I declare an angel on the left and on the right as he navigates the waters of education. And I declare that there will be the voice of the Lord that speaks to him in his ear in the wee hours of the night. He'll hear a voice that says, here's the way, walk ye in it. And I seal his calling and purpose in the earth that it cannot be undone by anything from the enemy, nothing from man, but heaven will seal and empower him to fulfill the multifaceted destiny you've given him. There it goes. There's a little you know, when you lay hands on people, different things happen. It's not cookie cutter, it's personal. Lord, I thank you for giving this one exactly what they need. Be loosed, I say. Be loosed into your destiny. Lord Jesus laid hands and blessed the youth. We bless the youth. We thank you for, I thank you that this one can hear your voice. Wow, she can hear the voice. Thank you, Father God, for raising him up as a warrior. A warrior. We raise them up. We speak destiny. Twin sense. Twin sense. Thank you, Father God. He wants you to know you're not forgotten. He hears your cry in the middle of the night. Your tears are stored up in his bottle. They're written in his book. You are not forgotten. He hears it all. Jesus' name. 
Lord, I thank you for accelerating her. I declare that which got broken in the timeline to be reconnected. And I call her forth with acceleration in her mind and understanding. And that which the adversary tried to do, I reverse it out by the power of the Holy Spirit. I command the receptors in the brain to begin to function as they were designed in Adam before the fall and Christ after the resurrection. Divine acceleration and restoration by the power of the Holy Spirit. Daughter, come forth. I speak for the flower to blossom and to bud what do you need from the Lord what do you need from the Lord love. love father I pray that you would saturate her with the oil she can stand right there just saturate her ever stretch your hands toward her and say Lord fill her with the oil of love from heaven we release it now in Jesus mighty name say more Lord fill her up Lord Peter said such as I have give I thee so here's what I want you to do I want you to ask the Lord to fill you with love say Lord fill me up that I can spill it out with your love, with the Father's love. I receive it right now. Now stretch your hands again. Say, I release it. I release the Father's love to you. Just say, I receive. There it is, there it is, I receive. And you just say, I release the oil of love by the power of the Holy Ghost. Right now, in Jesus' name. There it goes, there it goes, there it goes, there it goes. Beloved, rise, let my love cover you. Presence of God is all over now. See, there's a corporate anointing that's different than like an anointing you have when you operate alone something happens in the corporate atmosphere where time almost stops where the tag in the back of your shirt doesn't itch you anymore when you're no longer thinking about the stock market or work but you're in the atmosphere of heaven and the mind of Christ lays hold and all your problems disappear in that moment do you know why they disappeared because he has it handled and he'll give you wisdom on how to walk it out when you leave your prayer closet. Much prayer, much power. Much prayer, much power. We're not going to say little prayer or no prayer. We're going to say much prayer, much power. Trickle charge. Pray without ceasing.
I command back problems to straighten out. I command knee problems to straighten out. I command hearing problems to be straightened and loosened. I command the spirit of deafness and dumbness to come out in the name of Jesus. We break that off, spirit of infirmity. We break your power. I command eye problems to come into alignment. I command every area that's not been healed in the jawline, I command it to come into alignment. I break off tinnitus. I break off that out of the, the brain. And I also right now in Jesus' mighty name, I curse all sinus problems and I command them to dry up and die at the root. Matthew 15, 13 says, every plant that's not been planted by my heavenly father shall be rooted up. I root it up now out of your body, out of your lungs. I root it up now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Take a deep breath in. About 30% of the people that Jesus heals don't even know it until they begin to move that body part and they find out they've been healed. The 10 lepers came to Jesus and Jesus said, go show yourself unto the priest. The Bible says it came to pass that they were healed as they were going. And if you begin to do something, you'll find that the healing power kicks in. And all you have to do when it starts to kick in, you get 30%, 40%, 70%. Just say, thank you, Jesus. And as you go and you say, thank you, Jesus, thank the rest comes. Go ahead, Joanna. Thank you, Jesus. And we're closing. We're going to hand the service thank back over to Pastor George and his wife. Thank you, Jesus. You feel the love? Thank you, Jesus, you for love. your love today. Thank you, Lord, for touching us, for creating us. We are created in your image. Each and every one of us is created in your image. Now, Lord, I pray that that is cemented in our soul, in our spirit, in our mind, that we are children of God and nothing Nothing in hell or on earth or in all creation can change how much you love us. Nothing. And so, Lord, help us to walk in the truth now that we are loved and we are powerful because of the blood of Jesus. And we have the Holy Spirit of God. So, Lord, I ask that you would fill us afresh with your Holy Spirit. And if you don't know if you have the Holy Spirit, just invite him into your heart today. Just say, Holy Spirit, come into my heart. Fill me with your fire. Teach me. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now, I want to clarify something. If you're in a top-dressed ice cream church, that's not bad because it's ice cream but look and ask God for more because I've eaten top dressed ice cream when I couldn't find Haagen-Dazs and I enjoyed it so we encourage you to stay where you're at if you're in churches around the city I know this is a full gospel church where they serve the full meal deal right but if you stop into a 7-Eleven and you're hungry and you get a little bag of Cheez-Its and a, a little sausage and a soda, that'll get you through, but you can't live on that. But if that's the only thing you have access to, enjoy that. So we're not comparing and competing. We're contrasting and completing. I'm telling you there's more. And I want you to ask God for the more so you can be 36 times more effective than you currently are because 
He says, nevertheless, that means always the more. Do you know why the angels, the seraphims go around the throne of God and they shall, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty in Isaiah chapter 6? I believe, this is me, I believe this. I believe every time they circle the throne, God reveals another facet of himself to them. And they say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And every time they acknowledge him, he shows them something else. You'll never get tired of God when you acknowledge him. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled with the glory. And double glory in 2022 is God gives you double for your trouble as you remain single-minded with your eyes on the seawalker, Jesus. Amen and amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. I say shout hallelujah. Let me hear you say, I receive it. Receive it. Every prophetic word, I receive it. I receive it. Thank you, Jesus. As you quickly return to your seat, we are going to do a couple of things, mighty God. I want us to begin to give the Lord a round of applause and honor him for this powered couple, great, anointed, anointed man 